Hey babe, are you overwhelmed and burnt out by never-ending to-do lists, constantly giving your time to others, and feeling out of balance in your personal life? And are you ready to get absolute clarity on your life's purpose and activate the best version of you? Then it's time to ignite that inner fire and rediscover the fierce, confident woman you are born to be. Welcome to The Beam Life, where myself and other guests empower you to take steps toward the life you want so you can truly be everything and more. I'm Caitlin, your empowerment coach, new bestie, and lover of all things leopard print. It's time to get this party started, y'all. Hey, babe, welcome back to the Beam Life podcast. Today is a guest episode, and I have someone super fun, a fellow podcaster, where we dive into authenticity. I felt like at the beginning of a new year when, you know, we are trying to rediscover who we are and taking those next steps, that authenticity could be a really great place to start. And even though it should be easy to just be ourselves, We are often blocked by or consumed by the thoughts of what others are going to think of us. And so it can cloud us making decisions um, or being paralyzed and wanting to like freeze. So I wanted to have this conversation with Maddie Fry, who is the founder and CEO of Living in Sunshine, which is a similar um, vibe to the beam life. We're all about helping women truly discover who they are and take those next steps with confidence. So let me tell you a bit, a little bit about Maddie. Maddie is the founder and CEO of living in sunshine, a joyful living brand that supports women in discovering their purpose and hyping them up to make their dream life happen. Maddie is a dog mom, wife, and gratitude junkie who is all about being selfish, saying yes to yourself, and doing what you need to do in order to protect your peace. Through community courses and one-on-one coaching, she supports women to live a life they are obsessed with. Please help me to welcome Maddie. Hey, Maddie, how's it going? I'm so happy to have you, girl. I am so happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Yeah, I'm just really happy. You know, social media has its ups and downs, but the beautiful yeah. thing is it allows us to find each other and yeah. and connect and be able to spread each other's message mm-hmm. and share community. And that's what's really super awesome and important. And mm-hmm. we have such a really important topic to talk about yeah. today, authenticity. Yeah. Um, it's you know, depending on who you're talking to, it can totally be, um, taken in so many different ways, Mm -hmm. but you have a really unique approach to authenticity. And I am just getting also to sort of know your story Mm -hmm. more and more. So a lot of this will be new for me. And of course, Mm -hmm. new for listeners, but before we get into your story, tell us a little bit about who you are, Maddie, and why, you know, you're on the beam life podcast today. (laughs) Yeah. So it's actually, so funny. I found your account, um, through a shared friend, I guess shared account. Right. And I was like, Oh my gosh, me and Caitlin have such a aligned space, um, and message and, and sort of vision. I feel, 
Um, but my name is Maddie Fry. Um, I am the CEO and founder of the brand called Living in Sunshine, um, which actually started out as a blog way back in like early stages of college, which is <laughs> blog days. Right, right. When everyone was blogging and like on Pinterest and, you know, living the aesthetic life. Um, and it's been this whole journey of like what I share and what I put out there. But really last year, 2020 was the year that I kind of put my stake in what my big message is. And that is that you are allowed to live a life that brings you joy, no matter what that looks like. And no matter what other people have to say about it, right? Like it doesn't matter what the people in your life, whether you know them or you do not, um, have to say about what you're doing. And part of that is, is living off, you know, authentically. And I help women through a podcast and a community online community, um, online resources and trainings to live in the sunshine, which is to, to purposely pursue joy every single day and to own who you are and a million other things, but really just live a life that you love and a life that you're so obsessed with that if someone asks you, Hey, how's it going? You could talk for like hours and hours and hours. And they're like, okay, I got to go. Like, I yeah. <laughs> that's my whole mission with living in sunshine and kind of what I do. I love that so much. And there's definitely not enough of that. And yeah. similarly to sunshine, you know, of course I've got beam like light, mm -hmm. same thing as sun. Yeah. And I believe so much of the same thing is how can we spark that inner light or inner mm -hmm. sunshine? Because mm -hmm. what I have found is that so many women I speak to who are not quite maybe on the path where we've reached yet. And I know we have mm -hmm. so much far ahead of us, but you know, there are a lot of women who like I'm extending hands this way. And then some women are pulling yeah. up this way. Right. So it's like a push pull. Yeah. But I, um, what I think is really interesting is just how difficult sometimes women think, Oh, I could never have that. Or that wasn't yes. for me, or that's great for you that you love your life. But you know, I've got kids or I, oh my gosh, you yeah. know, stressed out in my job or all these things. And what I really want to hammer home today, and I know that we will through a variety of both of our stories is yeah. that sunshine or beam or light or whatever you want to say mm -hmm. is not, um, it doesn't pick and choose. It is yeah. available to all of us yeah. if we decide to tap into it. And I know that maybe you feel like you've been followed by a rain cloud for a really long time or you're down and out, but I can tell you that both Maddie and I are examples mm -hmm. of finding the light and continuing to seek, seek it. So I'm yeah. just really excited that your message is so aligned with what mm -hmm. we have going on over here. And I would love to know a little bit more about, um, you know, we're, we're navigating like when people just don't get it, because mm -hmm. I think that makes it really hard from when you're on this side of the bridge and you want to mm -hmm. get to this side. Mm -hmm. It's like the hard part is you've got people standing in your way being like, I just don't understand you either. Yeah. You have a great job. You have a great relationship. You have it all. Um, yeah. You have money, you have, yeah. you know, the, the peace or the kids or whatever, right? Like whatever mm -hmm. that other thing is for that person, but mm -hmm. it can make you feel guilty for wanting yes. something different or something more, or it mm -hmm. make you feel judged. Right. Mm -hmm. And when we're working on our own self-esteem and our own confidence, that mm -hmm. can be really challenging. So mm -hmm. tell me about a time where maybe you weren't understood or mm -hmm. accepted or what you wanted to do wasn't <laughs> like the norm. And yeah. how did you navigate that? 
Yeah. So one thing before I answer your question, I want to go back to what you said about sunshine and beam and light and energy is available to all of us. That's by choice, right? We mm-hmm. choose that. We wake up and choose to be joyful or be energetic or aligned or happy or whatever, right? That's a choice. And I think that's a really big thing to say and to remind people that, like you said, you can have this dark rain cloud following you around for what feels like forever for you. But in an instant, you can choose to believe that you can change your situation or your current mindset or your heart set, as I like to say, and choose to be joyful, choose to find the good in every single day. Um, so I don't want to go down too much of a rabbit hole, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's a huge thing to remind people is that it's a choice. Like I am someone who very much struggles with anxiety and over, you know, thinking and, and all of that kind of stuff, but I still choose to root myself in a space of, of sun, of light and energy and all those good things. And I just think that's a really yeah. good reminder, but absolutely, to answer, yeah, to, to answer your question, I have been in that situation of people being like, what are you doing? so many times. (laughs) And it's always been something I think that I'm really blessed and I'm really lucky. I was raised in a a home where I was told I could be whatever I wanted to be. Mm. I was raised in a family where it was literally, I remember distinctively being told over and over and over again by my mom, you can be a ditch digger. If that's what makes you happy, that's fine. If that allows you to afford the life that you want to live, be a ditch digger. I don't care. So it's one of those things where sometimes it's because of our environment, right? We were raised to believe that we had to be a certain type of human being, right? A parent, a wife, um, a teacher or a doctor or whatever you want to, you want to live by the standards that your family set for you. But that wasn't my case. My story, my story was you can be whatever you want. Just make sure you're happy. Right. Mm. But that doesn't mean that because I was given that choice, I didn't have people, friends, family, strangers on the internet being like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> are you sure this is the right move? Right. I in, in to be again, transparent, I'm only, I'm only 27, right? So I'm, I'm younger. I would not call myself part of the youth of America today, but I am younger. I'm not 30. Yeah. Um, I also don't have kids, which is a huge thing. I always say that whenever I do podcasts, I'm not a mother. Um, because I think that that definitely changes things. And I know that, you know, that cause you have a daughter, Totally. um, but I have tried network marketing. I have tried being a full-time retail manager. I have tried to go back to school. I went to school to be an educator. I tried to go back to school to get into behavioral therapy. I have explored, um, being an Etsy store owner. I have tried, I've tried a bunch of different things in a very short period of life. And every single time it was okay, I get it. Kind of. Are you sure that's the right move? And me being me, I was like, yeah, I got this. Like I can do this. Um, externally. Right. But internally I'm like, I have no idea if this is going to work out, but we're going to try anyway. (laughs) Totally. Totally. (laughs) You kind of of have to do it scared and you kind of have to do it brave. And you just have to say like, I don't know if this is going to work out, but I like it. And it makes me happy. And I would much rather be happy and doing things that maybe aren't making me as much money than be unhappy and doing something that I hate and something that drains me and just sucks the life out of me. And the thing that I always go back to is, and this is really important because we see this when we take a step back and we really reflect on people seemingly judging us. Right. And I want to unpack that. Sometimes it's not about us at all. 
Sometimes mm-hmm. their questions and their, their judgment is about them, right? It's usually always about them. Right. Yes. It's about them. It's about, man, I wish I could be as brave as she's being to, to start her own business or to start a podcast or to have a kid when she's really young or to get married super young. Or man, I wish I had the finances to be able to go back to school, but I don't right now because I'm a single mom of four kids or whatever it is. It could also be their love for you, especially when it comes to family is manifesting as fear and worry for you instead of excitement and acceptance. That's Mm -hmm. really important to always ask yourself, is my parent, spouse, child, friend judging me or is their care and love coming through as judgment and fear, right? Mm -hmm. We've got to know those two things. So for me, I always just kind of go back to those two questions. Is this person judging me because they wish I could do what I'm doing or because they just deeply love me and they just want to make sure I'm going to be okay. You know what I mean? And that usually stems like my mom is always that second person because my mom and I are like best friends. She's always like, are you sure that's a good idea? And I'm like, you're asking me not because you don't believe in me, but because you want to make sure I'm going to be okay. And I love you for that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm also close with my mom and something very Mm -hmm. similarly is she is the opposite where she's had a job since she's probably been 16 in commercial real estate. She's Mm -hmm. a total powerhouse has always been Mm -hmm. in a male dominated industry. Yeah. But it's from the generation that like you stick to a job and you work yes. through it and you have security, you have yep. your 401ks and your pensions and mm-hmm. the, all this is and the that's is. Well, that's amazing. I'm glad that that worked for you, but actually it really didn't work for you because here's the thing. (laughs) She's always wanted to be like a jewelry designer, but she's like, that's Mm -hmm. not practical. Maybe I'll do it when I retire or she gets after me. Like, how do you have all this time to travel? And do you actually even work and all Mm -hmm. of this stuff? And it's not because she like, doesn't love me or isn't, Mm -hmm. you know, supportive. It's that in her life, she's like, fuck, I totally should have been doing this myself, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I totally, totally get that where it's important to understand the context. Yeah. Then there's just like, then there's just like mean people, but like in general, in general, it's because of that. And there was something else you said. I'm like, maybe it'll come to me that you were talking about. Oh, what I think is important is like when you are going back to like choosing and all of that stuff, Mm -hmm. something that I always like to point out and I'm, you know, it's it's so different having kids, not having kids financially available. Mm -hmm. And what's really important in this community, what I always drive home is it's like, there could be that layer of like toxic positivity where it's like anything's possible and all this stuff. And what I like to ground that in, which we're kind of like talking about here, which I think is important to, to thing is like, yes, you may hate your job right now, Mm -hmm. like hate it, but it's, what's paying for your kids and you're, maybe you're a single mom, Yeah, but, but no one on here is saying quit your job and like, go do nothing and just be happy frolicking in the fields. Like there's responsibilities. (laughs) Yes. However, there are always choices Mm -hmm. if you decide to look for them and it might look really small at first, like literally microscopic, but there are opportunities to be like, okay, I don't like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I would love to do this. Now I can't just quit and go do this. Cause that's not practical for my life, mm-hmm. but how could I start to like 
dial the needle every day, just 1%, And I think that that is where choice really is a big thing to consider is that I understand there's, and myself included, I right now have my foot in a couple of different places Mm -hmm. while I'm growing the bean life, because Mm -hmm. I have responsibilities as I know you like you're, you're buying a house right now. Like, (laughs) you know, yeah. There's like real, there's big girl stuff going on there's over here, real right? Life, so real reality happening that we have to make sure that we're taken care of. Exactly. Exactly. So I love that. And, you know, we've talked about authenticity quite mm-hmm. a bit now, I dropped that word, but what does that mean to you? And why is it so important for you not only to live authentically, but to mm-hmm. also like promote that and instill that and share that with other mm-hmm. women? Yeah. So I have found over the last year, two, three years now of, of sharing my life on Instagram. Cause I've, when stories came out, oh my gosh, I was that girl on stories every day. I love them. <laughs> I'm Me always too. like, if I'm not on stories, people are like, hello, are you okay? Like, are you ill? Do I need, do I need to send you call? Like, hello, where are you? I miss you. Come back. <laughs> Wave the white flag. Yeah. Which I love. I love it so much, but I have found that it can be really challenging for us to verbalize what authenticity is to us, but it's really easy to visualize it. Right. Mm, So to mm -hmm. me, authenticity, authenticity is when you see that girl at a bar or at the grocery store or at a coffee shop or working wherever, and you just feel her energy, right? Mm. She has a cute outfit on. She is like vibing all on her own. She is, she has a pep in her step, all of these things. Like that to me is authenticity manifested in human. And Mm. the way that we know that in the way that we see that is we feel that right. Authenticity is an energy. You feel that, right. If you think about, um, for some reason, I can't get the example of gay pride parades out of my head. Like those (laughs) people who are so authentically loving every single second of the, of the moment that they're in, that's an energy. You feel that from those people. And like, even now I'm visualizing totally parades that I've been at. And I'm like, I'm like energized. I feel it right now in this moment. I'm sitting in my office. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to buy those people. That's authenticity. And living authentically means living energetically and living in alignment and being who you are filtered in certain situations that weren't a filter. And when you're on your own, you're with the people that you're obsessed with, totally unfiltered and unhinged. That's you. That's who you are. That's if you are an outsider looking in on your life, you would say, I'm obsessed with this person. I'm obsessed Mm. with this girl. She's living her best life and she's doing it. Like she, I feel her energy. And that to me is what authenticity is. It's an energy. It's an energy that you portray throughout your day, whether you're sitting in your office by yourself or you're sitting at a coffee shop or you're bowling with your best friends, right? People see it and they feel it. And that's really important because again, it's easier to visualize what authenticity is and sometimes verbalize it. You know what I mean? Totally. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, I want to point out something really like not embarrassed. Well, I guess it's kind of embarrassing, but I've grown (laughs) past it is I would say I just was it, I did a post about this, how I used Mm -hmm. to be like a guy's girl. I I used to not like women at all. And 
And it was because, and it wasn't until I did my own growth is Mm -hmm. the women that we're talking about now, like you're talking about that are like confident and stand out. Mm -hmm. I would like pick her apart. Yeah, I used to do that. I used to be like, ew, who does she think she is? Like coming yeah. in here and being all cool and like, <laughs> yeah. I was such a hater. I was such yeah. a gross hater. And I'm like, I look at that now and it had nothing to do with the girl. Literally. I yeah. didn't even know the person. Yeah. Um, it had to do with, I was like, I'm not secure in myself. Mm-hmm. I don't like seeing that because that amplifies what I am missing for yeah. myself. Yeah. And it's so beautiful when we can step into our authenticity because now I'm a champion for women. I see other women like that. I'm like, get it, work it, runway, like do the thing. Own it. Um, Yeah. Celebrate you. Like, I love Mm -hmm. this. And, and that I think is a great indicator of growth within ourselves. Like Mm -hmm. how are we championing, championing other women around us? Are we like wanting to pull them down or are you celebrating? And like, that's a great check on yourself, you know? Um, but I'm totally with you that authenticity is an energy I'm leaving tomorrow actually on a girl's trip with two of my besties that I've known my whole life. And, you know, your best friends are also great indicators because Mm -hmm. in my previous marriage, both of them independently said, what happened? Like, you're not being yourself. And I was pissed. Yeah. I was like, you're jealous at me. You're pissed. Yeah. You're, you want what I have. And I was, I was gross, like gross. Yeah. And it was truly that I had change and change is okay to some degree. Right. But when you mm-hmm. lose who you are as your essence, mm-hmm. you know, pay attention to that. And I love that you're sharing about that being a feeling because people can feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when that, when that shifts and change. Yeah. So yeah. how do you manage to stay true to yourself? Like, because it's hard out yeah. in the world. Um, yes. we are told as women oh so <laughs> much, like <laughs> how to look, how to talk, how to mm-hmm. be, how to show up, what yep. we need to do, what's appropriate. Mm-hmm. And then that's just society. Right. And then we all have our own family structures and peer mm-hmm. structures and business structures. And it's mm-hmm. a freaking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you stay true to yourself and all that? So I get this question a lot. I want to, you know, putting my, myself in someone else's shoes. I want to do X, but I'm worried about how this person will see me. Right. Or I wish I could do this, but my husband won't like it or all of these things. Right. These outside perceptions. And the thing I always say to people, there's two things that I always say. Number one, when you live by someone else's standards or expectations of you, you are no longer living your life. You're living Mm. theirs. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair to you. And that's not fair to them. If we're being honest, right? If we have these expectations known or unknown of other people around us, And I also just want to throw in the piece of like online expectations, right? Like we have that, we have those expectations of other people watching or liking or commenting in our space. We, we, if we allow ourselves to worry about what their expectations are, we're no longer living our lives. Mm -hmm. We're living theirs. And the second thing that I want to say, and this is something that I always see like a light bulb going off when, when I say this is that. We never know what people are thinking about us unless we ask, right? Mm -hmm. We are not mind readers. We are not God. We are not 
you know, fate, the universe, whoever you belong in. We don't have that power to know. And unless you have the balls and the backbone enough to go up to that person and say, hi, I'd love to know what you think about me leaving my marriage because I am suffering mentally. Yeah. I got to go. What do you think about that? Like, no one's going to do that. Rarely would you do that. Right. So why would you even worry and use your energy in that way to be like, oh my gosh, Karen on the internet or aunt Susan is going to hate the fact that I'm dyeing my hair pink and cutting it all off. You don't know unless you ask. Right. And sometimes when you ask, you actually uncover the fact that they think that it's really rad that you cut your hair and dyed it pink. Like they think that that's so cool and they want to do it with you. Or even more devastating. They're like, oh, you cut your hair and you dyed it pink. I I didn't even know. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're not like paying attention. Yes. Because the thing about that, I'm so glad you brought that up. People don't care enough about you sometimes to pay attention. We are all, you and me both, even as, as two individuals who are very community focused, right? We're not thinking about other people. We're thinking about ourselves. How often, exactly. whether it's you, Caitlin, or you, the listener, are you like sitting at your desk and you're like, hmm, I'm wondering what Hannah's doing from high school right now? Yeah. Never, ever. Never. Because we're so self-centered and that is not a bad thing. That's just human nature right? We're always in our own head. So I I just, I just think it's always so funny that we get so wrapped up in what other people are thinking about us or what our expectations are when doing that doesn't serve us at all. It really doesn't. And it's a waste of energy. It totally is. And I, you know, I was just on a walk with a girlfriend, you know, Mm -hmm. last week and she was talking about this conversation that she had and had, and how it went totally wrong and how she's like, I should have said this. And then mm-hmm. I don't know, they're probably like, wow, she's fucking dumb. And I can't, yes. allow. and I'm like, let me just stop you. Were you like actually abrasive or mean to this person? And mm-hmm. she was like, no, of course not. And I was like, right. I guarantee you, they didn't think anything of it then. Yes. I was like, unless you were like aggressively rude or yeah. you did something that was like really out of character. Yeah. I guarantee you mm-hmm. they have not lost one second of sleep. Mm-hmm. They have not thought about it again nope. and it is your own thoughts. And she's like, I hate you. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> Cause I'm right. You hate me. Cause I'm right. Right. And something yes. that, and this is something I talk to my friends about all the time. And it's a really good message is that unless you're willing to have that conversation with someone, go up and ask them what they think about you then you need to let it go. Like you've Mm -hmm. got to let it go or it's going to continue to control your day or your week or your life, right? The journey that you're on. So either put your big girl pants on and go ask and have that conversation or move on because worrying about it and festering it in your brain isn't helping anyone. (laughs) Totally. Totally. I, I agree with that so much. How has like throughout your shift of, Mm -hmm. you know, being from, I don't want to say inauthentic, but not in your personal growth, not where you are now. How has that shift affected your relationships, career, health, Mm -hmm. whatever? Mm -hmm. You know, it's only gotten better. I am someone who, again, very lucky to be able to say this. I was always a very confident human. I just, I just always have been like that, right? There are pitfalls to that though. I've always been super loud. I've always been super energetic. I've always been very opinionated. I'm always very honest, right? Good and bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And as I really started to 
I don't want to say lean into that because I've always been that way, but been more vocal about it, honestly, especially in my family. Um, cause my family, family structure is very much like, don't ask, don't tell, like, we're not talking, yeah. let's just move on. Right. Which is very common. There's, there's mm-hmm. something, this is a very common thing in my family structure. I used to be very timid and very shy and keep my opinions to myself. And since really owning who I am, this woman who has an opinion, who has a backbone, who is brave, who can share her voice. I let nothing fly anymore. Nothing. Mm. And there are two specifics people in my family who I can think of who I'm just like, I don't take their, I don't take their BS anymore. I'll yeah. with it. And that unfortunately manifests. And this is part of life in not having a very close relationship with those people. And that's right. just how it is because this is me. I need to protect my own peace and I need to do what's best for me. And sometimes yeah. being in a conversation or a room or an environment with these people, it's just not conducive for my own well being, And that's okay. But I am seeing now that when I share, you know, a book that I just read or a new perspective or, or point of view on a situation, I see the wheels turning in the people who I'm close with thinking, oh, oh crap, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Or maybe right. I need to work on that in my own self, you know? Um, but I've been with my husband now since we were 17 and almost 10 years now, actually. And we've never been, we've never been closer. Like we've mm. never been tighter. And like I said, I'm super close to my mom. And I just see that like, when I am rooted and I am at my best, they are at their best and I can help them be their best. Yes. Um, and again, like I said, just in general conversations, when I share my idea or new perspective or opinion, I see the wheels turning, you know, and in future yeah. conversations that are similar to that first one, their point of view is changing. Their perspective is changing. And I'm like, I see that connection happening. Like it's happening. It's happening. I'm not totally. going to say that's, that happened because of me, but like that happened because of me. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> You're like, I got and you. It, Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see that growth. I see it. Like, let's celebrate it. I love it. Totally. <laughs> two things that you said, I think they're so like, I want to, you know, just highlight is first thing, you know, going back to choice, yeah, you know, especially like this would have been really relevant during the holidays, but it's relevant always Mm -hmm. is that if there's people who don't celebrate you being you like the easiest thing is obviously to say, well, don't be around them. But a lot of times there are family members, right? And Mm -hmm. whether or not you're independently hanging out with them or they're just part of a group gathering, or maybe it's a coworker. And like, unless you are going to fire them, which a lot of times (laughs) is not an option, um, you know, you're going to have to see this person every day. So it's like, how do you deal with that? So I think that how we choose to engage and how we choose to like, like, be in their sphere per Mm -hmm. se. Like there are certain people who I know I have to see or be around at certain times of year. And I know they're negative Nancy's and I know they don't support who I am and Mm -hmm. I know they've got issues, but what I don't do is go and talk to them. Yeah. Go sit down on the couch next to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like go stay in the kitchen. They can stay like in the dining room (laughs) and I don't need to be rude. I just don't need to like, I know what your, how your energy is and I don't Mm -hmm. need that in my life. So I'm not inviting you here. You're not invited into my bubble. This is my Island and you can stay Mm -hmm. off of it. Um, but the other thing is you were talking about how you and your husband have never been closer. And I know there's a lot of women listening who have, 
been in marriages, maybe it's yeah. one year or 10 years or 15 yeah. years. I have women in their fifties and sixties who listen to this podcast. So it's a major range and maybe they've been married 30 years, 40 years, whatever it is. And they have lost quote unquote, the love or the vibe mm -hmm. or the feeling. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of women who are pointing fingers at their partner and it's like, well, they won't change and they're doing this and blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. But here's the thing, babe, like those of you listening, once you start to change, mm -hmm. it is really magical how mm -hmm. you actually don't need to say anything yep. at all. Yep. Like you have a lot of power and also mm -hmm. changing your relationship. And that's not just with a partner that can be with siblings that can be a with friend, friends, like you have the power within yourself when you change. And that mm -hmm. is either people get on board or they yeah. don't. Yeah. Right. But I guarantee you those that love you, especially like a partner mm -hmm. are going to start to shift and change without you having to waste your breath. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're gonna be like, Oh shit. Like I yeah. see this, this is yeah. happening. So yeah. Yeah. I wanted to point that out. Cause I think that's really, um, powerful is that yeah. a lot of times we want to say, well, my relationship isn't better because of you and you're not doing this and you're not, a, but it's mm -hmm. like, hold on. Like, how are you showing up? And are mm -hmm. you giving your best energy and foot yeah. forward? Right. Yeah. So something that I think is really important to know is that pointing the finger at other people gets you absolutely nowhere, nowhere. Mm -hmm. it, it keeps you in the same spot, no matter what the situation is, right. You yeah. saying it's your fault. You did this. You're wrong does absolutely nothing. But when you in turn, turn your finger around and point it at yourself and say, okay, what am I doing to better this situation? Mm -hmm. Am I communicating what I want? Am I communicating what I need? Yes or no. And if the answer is no, again, takes me back to what I said earlier. You need to put your big girl pants on and go have a conversation and yeah. just in the same vein as you, you know, a romantic partnership, right? A spouse or a partner, whatever. That's crucial. I tell my husband more than he wants to know. <laughs> totally. I'm very open with him and we are not afraid to have those hard conversations. Right. Yeah. And again, I just pointing, I just, my point pointing the finger at someone else is never going to help you get what you want because no. almost always there's something that you can do to better the situation or change the situation. Yeah. Sometimes you feel as if you've done everything. You've, you've talked it out. You've changed your habits. You've shared your thoughts. Nothing's changing. Okay. Again, you can come back to you. I've done everything I can do. I need to change the situation. I need to change this relationship. Yeah. That's not hard, right? That's not yeah. easy and it's, it's not sexy or fun. But again, if you continue to point the finger at that other person, you're not going to get anywhere. You've yeah. got to keep your own point, your finger pointed at yourself. It's the only way you're going to get have, to where you want to go. And have the conversation, right? Like, yes. Like yes. I mentioned, these women who I'm going on the trip with tomorrow, mm -hmm. we've been friends since birth. So we have 36 yeah. years of real incredible friendship, like not that. just BS friendship, like true mm -hmm. friendship. And the mm -hmm. reason is we've had some really, really, mm -hmm. really hard conversations, yeah. but you can't have real relationships without real conversations. Like yeah. you can talk about fashion and coffee yeah. and the weather and yeah. whatever your favorite Netflix shows all yeah. day long. But like, are you getting down to like the real, you know? Yeah. So like, let me tell you about my past trauma and all of yeah. my mental illnesses. Like, let's talk. <laughs> 
<laughs> totally <we're> friends. <laughs> I know it's like people who like get into my sphere. They're like, yeah. Oh, we didn't know this is what we were signing up for. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Noted. Here yeah. we are. Yeah. Um, welcome to my Ted talk. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Before we wrap up, I'd love to know, like, what advice would you give to other women who are listening and struggling in their own authenticity and maybe are like feeling like every day they wake up and they put like a mask on, you know, and whether they feel like they need to portray being the best mom or the best person in the office or the Mm -hmm. best wife, but inside they're like coming home and they feel really degraded and Mm -hmm. frustrated and defeated because they know there's not that synergistic alignment. What advice do you have for them? My biggest piece of advice, and this goes for almost anything that you want or have a goal or whatever is to get really quiet with yourself Mm -hmm. and ask yourself, what do I want? like truly holy to my core in my guts. What do I want? Right. And when you go to approach that question and answer it, be real, be really raw and honest. Cause what you might say might hurt and Mm -hmm. it's not in a bad way, but you might realize that you're in a season or environment or relationship or business or work or whatever that you actually don't want, right? Like you don't want that. And of course there are things in life, right? Kids, right. That you can't change, right? You can't, you can't change that, but what you can change is how you approach it and how you deal with it and how you, you grow in that. Right. And that's my advice is to get really quiet and, and, you know, find an environment where you feel safe and secure and just ask yourself, what do I want? Do I want this job? Do I want to stay in this relationship, romantic or platonic friend or spouse or family member that is sucking the life out of me? Do I want to keep pursuing this business that I thought I wanted a year ago, but now I'm like, I'm tired of doing this, right? Mm -hmm. You always have a choice. It might not just be the easy one and it might not be the one that you think you have, but when you get quiet and you ask yourself and you answer it, honestly, what do I want? you're going to unpack a lot of stuff. You're going to find a pathway that you maybe hadn't considered before. And I can't promise it's going to be an easy path to walk or fun, right? It's usually not. (laughs) Life is messy and hard and it's, it's supposed to be in some aspect, but you will find that you give yourself an answer of who do I want to be? What legacy do I want to leave? When I'm old, dusty, crusty, and wrinkly, and I look back on my life, am I going to be happy? Am I going to be proud of what I did? Right. That's like literally my biggest fear is like being an old, dusty, crusty old lady in like a nursing home and being like, I hate my, I hate my entire life. Like I did not hate my life. And I think that's like probably an irrational fear and why I make some of the decisions that I make. But you know, life is never, life is never boring. Life is never easy, but it's a kind of difficult that I am obsessed with. And it's a good thing. It forces me to grow and change and adapt all the time. And I love it. I always say I would have answered the question the same way. I think getting quiet, especially in a busy, busy mind, busy world. It's so important, but something I always say is like the best destination has the rockiest roads, Mm -hmm. um, because that's really, truly, um, I've never met anyone to this day. And if you're listening and this is you, let me know. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I have never met anyone that has arrived at something really unexpected, great, magical, mm -hmm. prolific, life-changing without them saying that was really fucking hard. Yeah. Like literally never, yeah. never. Yeah. And so, um, I'm always encouraging and honest that mm -hmm. just because it's hard though, doesn't mean a, it's not worth it mm -hmm. or B that it's not going to be great or mm -hmm. C that you're not going to get through it. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. that's what having, yeah. that's why having community is so, yes. Huge. so imperative, Huge. so imperative. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for your time yeah, today. So this, was, this was such a great convo. I mean, we and you could like chat for, yes. I'm feeling, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell listeners how they can check out your podcast mm -hmm. and find you on social and all the things. Yeah. yeah. So my podcast name is living in sunshine, three words, living in sunshine. Um, you'll know it's me because it'll have my face. I have brown hair in case you're <laughs> listening and not watching. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm wearing a denim jacket as well. Um, and then you can also find it. me on Instagram, which is living the letter N sunshine. And from there, you can find all the links, all the things and me living Amazing. a crazy chaotic life. <laughs> I love it. We'll be doc we'll be uh, seeing you document your big yes. life change, oh, gosh. you know, move. <laughs> yeah. So El Paso to Charleston, you've got beautiful things awaiting for you yes, for sure. So excited. Well, thank you so much, Maddie, and we'll be in touch soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Beam Life. I'd be so honored if you would take a sec to leave a review. Ready to take the next step and join the sisterhood? The Beam Life community is a place where you can just take off the mask, feel seen, and form authentic connections with other like-minded, kick-ass women. We do not do surface level shit in that group, babe. Click on the link in the show notes or head to the Beam Life Create Your Dream Life community on Facebook. I can't wait to see you there.